give intimacy to get sex. Women give sex to get intimacy. And I just begin to speak positive to myself. And I can tell you guys that eight months later, don't nobody love me better than I love me. Whenever an issue comes up, be willing to talk about it now. Don't let it grow, because everything planet grows into something. Yes. You just don't know what it's going to grow into. Yes. I know what you're thinking. This looks easy. Nah, we just make it look easy. All right, y'all, we're going to get started. Today's topic is about it. This is Love, Lust, and Lies, episode five. And we're talking about, is he the one or not? This spawned out of me getting an email um, from this lady. I'm going to read it in a second. It's a short one. And she was wondering, she was dating a guy, and she was wondering, is he the one or not? And she said, Ken, help me, help me so I don't make the same mistakes that I've always made. And I said, okay, bet. I'll be glad to help you. So let me read the letter first. Let's get started. It says, hello, Ken. Been enjoying your show. I've been dating a guy for two years now. I'm really thinking about marriage because I used to believe, um, I used to believe that I had met someone who shared the same, oh, I believe I have met someone who shared the same values that I share. Lately, I have noticed that we don't spend as much time as we used to. He is kind of treating me as an afterthought. When I ask him to go out, he frequently says he has other things to do with his friends or family that don't include me. I thought he was the one, but I am not sure now. I am not so sure now. Can you talk about how someone knows if this person is the one or not? Signed, Felicia. Well, Felicia, I'm going to give it to you straight. And so... And I even took notes because I write down my stuff, y'all, because I don't, want, I don't want to forget when we start talking about what we're going to talk about. And so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about it in a real way. Not only am I going to tell you how to change stuff, how to change your relationship, how to make it better. I'm going to tell you why. So let's start off with this. So I, did the, I wrote this down. I said red flags to know he is not the one. Now, she said something that was very profound. She said in the letter, she said, we don't do the things we used to do. Now, the one thing I will tell you before we get into how you know a person is the one or not, there are three stages of love, okay? And what most people focus on is the first stage of love. The first stage of love is what we call passionate love. It's the honeymoon stage of love. That's when, when your, your hormones are just going wild. So I won't get too technical, but y'all know I like to get a little technical because I want to explain it to you. Have you ever noticed how you have that feeling when they come around, when they text you, you just want to text them back. And all of a sudden, when that call pops up, their name pops up on your caller ID and you get excited. What's actually happening to you is your brain is releasing oxytocin. Now, oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin are what I call the love cocktail. Now, in this love cocktail, so dopamine is released. And when dopamine is released, it's what we call the feel-good hormone. It's the hormone that's released when you create a, uh, when you write a post, and y'all know when you want to go back every time and you want to see how many likes you got on that post. What's being released every time you look at it and you're like, somebody else liked my post. That's 
that's dopamine that's being released. So most of us, what we really want is a dopamine rush. The other chemical is what we call oxytocin. Now, God gave us oxytocin because oxytocin is what we call a hormone, a bonding chemical. A bonding chemical. That's why mothers, that's what they say. Mothers, when they have a baby, they want to hold the baby. They want to hold the baby close. And it wants it makes you want to bond this oxytocin. So when you fall in love, or when you think you're in love, oxytocin is reached that bonding chemical. That's why you want to be around them all the time. And then you have then you have the, the dopamine rush, and then you have serotonin. Serotonin just makes you feel good. All right. So I said that to her. I said, so what's really happening when you meet the guy and y'all first go this love, this first stage of love, and I ain't going to go into the other two. First stage of love, this passionate stage or this, or this honeymoon stage, they say on average lasts about two years. And that's when this, this, this rush of hormones just coming in. You think that you're in love and you look past all the red flags. You look past all the stuff that's going on. You look past when the food, when, when she's late all the time. You look past when you like all of a sudden he I thought he was cute, but after after that stage, he wasn't he ain't as cute as he once was. I thought he was good in bed, but he ain't as good as he once was. All of the things that used to entice you, delight you, don't delight you anymore. Because you weren't in love, your hormones, your, your heart wasn't in love, your head was in love because your hormones released me. So I told her that. So she said, wow. I said, you notice how sometimes you, after that stage passes, you don't have as much in common as you thought? Because now when you really get past that first stage, you look at a person's core value system and you see if it lines up with yours. Starting next week, y'all, I am going to teach women how to attract the man of their dreams. Y'all got to tune in. This first week is all about mindset because we got to change our mindset first. Because, you know, a lot of times we've been thinking stuff. We've been thinking shit that ain't even right. It's not right. We believe it's right, but it's not right. So I'm here today. So I said, that being said, let's get started. And I ain't gonna, y'all know I'm gonna go 30 minutes or less. I respect your time, but that's what we're gonna do. So the first thing is simply this understanding this is whenever you want to find out if the person is the right person, you have to be willing to ask the right questions. I just finished a book along with my partner who, I have a partner, she deals with women and she helps them get over hurt. So we wrote a book together called Just Ask, 50 questions to know if he's the one. And see, here's the thing. If you are unwilling to ask the right questions, he never has to give you the right answer. And so what happens is you're asking all kinds of questions around the subjects and you're never asking the right questions that get to the right answers. So when shit go wrong, all of a sudden you write, how did this go wrong? Because you never asked and never you never asked a follow up question. This book that we wrote shows you not only the questions to ask, but what follow up questions to ask and look for the answer. Most of us only look for what we want to see and not what we actually see. It's funny how things are right there in front of us, but we don't notice it because we choose not to notice it. So that's coming out next week, y'all. Y'all will be able to get that. Um, and, and, and I'm going to promote it to everybody. You got to ask the right questions. So let me get it. I said, the first thing you didn't do, you didn't ask the right 
questions to know if he was the one because those answers will be revealed to you over time whether he answers it doesn't matter if he lies right away the answers will be revealed just look for the answer and we're going to show you how to get to the right answer friend of mine y'all true story friend of mine was dating this guy and she was dating a guy i met the guy she wanted me to come meet him and then you know she was like you know, you know, oh, I like the guy because I can't believe that a guy like this would like me and a good looking guy. She wasn't good looking to me, but she thought it was good looking. Hormones, remember the oxytocin. So, uh, so she asked me about it. And then I said, then I said, you know, honestly, I'm telling you, there's something not right. Have you asked this question? Yeah, but he said this. I said, well, why didn't you? When he said that, he told you the answer. You chose not to see it. And so down the road, four or five, four or five months down the road, we come to find out that the dude was living with another female. Now I told my the person I was coaching this, but they didn't want to see it. And then they come back to me later, want me to fix their heart because their heart is broken. And I said, well, then we and like the coach that I am, I help fix that. But now she's on the other side of it. But I said you could have avoided that. So let me give you to the five steps to know if he's the one or not. All right. Number one, number one, y'all need to write these down. Take notes. I don't, I don't care what you do. When you come to my class, you're taking notes. Yeah, I know I'm entertaining. I know I'm funny. I got all that. But the truth is, I'm going to give it to you straight. And some of you ain't going to like it. Some people are not going to like it. So I don't really care. I just want to coach people and help them have better relationships and help them avoid heartbreak. Number one, how do you know if he's the one or not? Number one, you aren't high on his priority list. Number one, you aren't high on his priority list. Every man wants a woman, his woman, to be his priority. See, here's the understand what I'm about to tell you. A man trades his time for the things that he values. I'll say that again. A man trades his time for the things that he values. If he's not trading his time for you, he does not value you. And if he does not value you, he will not be the one you should be with. Let me case in point. Anytime a man, if a man values his partners, is he going to hang out with them? Yes. If he value, if a man values his car, cleanliness is his car, what does he do? He washes it. He trades his time for the things that he values. If he's not trading his time for you, he's not valuing you. If you started out and all of a sudden, if you started out and you was high on his list because he wanted to hit that thing, and then, and then once he got that thing, because all men want sex, good, bad, or ugly, a good man wants sex just like a bad man wants sex. We all want sex. That's how we wire we full of testosterone and we want to bust. That's just it. We can have sex with you and love somebody else. And if you get that revelation, you'll be further along. So what you got to do is you have power. And I'm going to tell you next week how to use it. How to use it. Second thing is this. The second thing is he doesn't make you feel good about you. Now, wait a minute. What do you mean by that, Ken? Any man who is the one will empower you, will make you feel good about yourself. If a man that you're dating 
doesn't make you feel good about the woman you are. Not your faults. We all have faults. Sure, but they they talk to you about your faults in a loving way. In a way saying, listen, baby, this may be, maybe you're not in school now, but you can go back to school. A man makes you, does if he doesn't empower you, the, empower, the word empower means to give power, to give power. If I don't, every day I don't give my wife power, I empowered her to write the book that she wrote last year. I empowered her to go through and deal with everything in her childhood. We dealt with it head on to help her get through it. I empowered her to, to not only to pursue a career in comedy, now she is performing on stages all around the world. She performed for Anthony Hamilton. She performed for Tom Joyner Morning Cruise. She done did all over, all over the country, all over the world in the Virgin Islands. And I empowered her. If he's not willing to make you feel good about you, any man that you're with and he makes you feel bad about yourself. Now, I'm not talking about convicted about where you are. That's different. Any man that wants to, wants to help you get better, not putting you down to lift himself up, but what he's saying is he's identifying an area that you need to grow in. You need to respect that. Any man that is willing to do that, and you need to do the same for him. There's so many women I coach. Let me flip it for a minute. There's so many women that I coach today doing the same thing for that man. And you wonder why he go to the side chick. Side, chick, side chicks just don't give sex. Now, let me say that again. Side chicks just don't give sex. The side chick makes him feel good about himself. And when he come home, all your ass doing is complaining. All you doing is telling him what he's not, not what he could be. You're telling him what he's not, not what he is, but what he's not. And as long as you keep telling him what he's not, you know what he's going to keep doing? He's going to keep running to the side chick. And y'all ass wondering why. And I'm telling you now, that's why. What? If he's not the one if he doesn't make you feel good about you, all right? Any man, any man that is dating a woman and it's his woman, he wants to make that woman feel good about who she is. But he also wants her to grow too, but not be complacent. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to empower you in the process. Number three. Number three, oh, this is powerful. He isn't willing to spend money or invest in you. Ah, 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 ah. I'm not talking about the side chick. I'm paying for her light bill to give me sex. I'm not talking about that. That's a transaction. That's a transactional relationship. When I give her money, oh, she give me sex. Okay. There are people out there with transactional relationships. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is somebody who's willing to invest their money, their money in you. If I'm not willing to part, now get to this, think about how men think. A man says, this money is what I work for. This is my life. See, money represents your life because I gave time to get it. I gave a piece of my life to get this money. So when I'm willing to spend Spend a piece of my life on you, that means I value you. When I'm willing to invest my money in you, I'm not talking about transactional. I'm not talking about I take you out for a meal and you give me a head job in the car. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about somebody that's willing to invest their money. Because really what they're doing is I'm investing my life because I traded a piece of my life to get that money. I hope y'all really get that. 
I hope you get that. Because if he's not willing to trade a piece of his life for you, he ain't the one for you. He ain't the one for you. Period. 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 Number four. I'm almost done, y'all. I get carried away with this sometimes because the truth is, y'all, we keep making the same mistakes over and over again, and then they call me to fix it. I should call myself the fixer. No, 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 I ain't going to be no fixer. But insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. That is true insanity. The reason why is, is because there's something in our brain Something in our brain that says, huh, I can keep doing the same thing and I'm going to get something different. There's something wrong with that. I don't know what it is. Something wrong with that. Number four. Number four. He's unwilling to put a title on it. <laughs> hey, you know how Beyonce said, put a ring on it. He ain't willing to put a title on it. If the joke ain't willing to put a title on it, let me tell y'all something. I'm going to break this down so deep, y'all. Watch this, watch this, watch this. When you get a car, when a person buys a car, right? Okay, when a person get, get I'm, I'm on my show now, she's getting in my way. When a person buys a car, what do they get when they pay the car off? They get a title that says, I own this car. I've taken ownership of it, okay? So the way a man thinks is, I've worked for this, now i paid for this. See, the thing about a woman is, if, if you don't make him pay for the title, if you don't make him pay, he ain't going to value it. Whenever somebody gives somebody something and they don't pay for it, they don't have the same value. So listen, so listen, if he ain't willing to put a title on it, what that means is he ain't willing to take ownership of it. Oh my God, I need to run out of here right now. <laughs> if he don't put a title on it, He's not willing to take ownership of it. And if he ain't willing to take ownership of you, then what that means is he ain't the one. He's not the one. <laughs> For real, though. And what you're doing is you're hanging around. You're hanging around thinking things are going to change. And you say things to yourself like this to make you feel good about it. You say things like, um, one day it's going to be different. No, it's not. What he going to do is stay in it as long as he can, and then he's going to meet somebody else, and then one day he's going to move on. Because people say men don't commit. That's a lie. He just ain't committed to you. And the reason he hasn't committed to you is because he hasn't taken ownership of you. And next we're going to get into, you know, why that is. Because a man has to fear he's going to lose you if you don't, you know, if you keep doing the same stuff and then you cater to everyone and you don't make him work for it, then what's going to happen is you end up, and then he's going to find a woman that make him work. Then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh, damn, what does she have that I don't have? It's not that. It's what did she do that you didn't do? That's where we get it twisted. We think it's something we don't have. That's not it. It's something we don't do. Well, it's what you do that makes the difference with a man. It's what you do. And y'all ain't getting it. But you will. <laughs> you will. Because I'm going to keep doing this. Come on, my partners told me they need to shut me down. <laughs> I said, shut me down. I'll find another platform. I'll keep going. <laughs> All right, last one, y'all. Last one, last but not least, is simply this. He's not the one if he spends 
a lot of time talking about his exes. If a man spends a lot of time talking about his exes, what that means is whether good or bad, what that means is there's a part of him that the exes still has, okay? A part of him that the exes still possess. You see, what people don't realize, people say, I say the word, I, I said, how do you know a relationship is over? It says, she hates me. I said, well, it's still, it's still time. You got, you still got a chance for the relationship. I said, she said, what? She hates me. I said, because the worst place for a man or a woman to be is not either in love or hate. That's how you know the relationship still got a chance. It's indifference. Indifference lets you know the relationship is done. Whatever she says or he says, I really don't care what happens to them. It's over. And so anytime you're with somebody that talks bad about their exes, either bad or good, that means the ex holds a spot in their heart because we don't know what I often tell people, and in the question book we have, the question book that I just wrote with Milani Shani, that, that's called Just Ask, what you, one of the questions you want to ask a person, ask a man, is what did you learn from your last relation, two relationships? What did you learn? What can you take with you? What empowered you? Even though you may have split up in a bad way, what did you learn about you? Not about them, about you. Because we, what we want to do is avoid, it's always about the other damn person. It's not. It's what did you learn? It's all about you. Yo, five things. You know he's not the one. All right, y'all, I have one request. Oh, homework. Homework. So everybody, thank you. Uh, Paulette been doing her homework, y'all. She just been doing it. And we've been talking. Anybody who really wants coaching, relationship coaching, y'all, I got to see that they want this. If you watch this later, send it to somebody and they put replay in the thing. I can see that you replayed it. Y'all, I'm trying to get this out to the masses. Share this with your friends. Share this with somebody else. Y'all tell somebody else about it. And what I also want you to do is at the top in our thing up there, is our YouTube channel on the Grand Canes relationship. Go to our YouTube channel because we're putting up all kinds of content starting Monday. We got we got 80 videos up there now. Go, go binge watch. We funny as hell, me and my wife. But, you know, we be talking about all kinds of stuff. But I wanted to do this show by myself because I wanted to speak directly to women. And part of the reason I wanted to do this, wanted to do this is because I did so much. I used to use my powers for bad. Yeah, I was out there doing all kinds of stupid stuff. I get it. I get it. I, I listen. Listen. At the end of the day, you know what? I'm no different than them. Some of the stuff I'm telling you about, you know, I'm telling you because I know. I know. Not because I don't know, because I was out there too at one point. But it, at the end of the day, y'all, it is all about helping people navigate navigate the complexities of modern-day relationships. Y'all, I appreciate you guys for looking. My time is almost up because I want to honor your time. Go subscribe to our YouTube page. Look, inbox me if you have any questions, concerns, any issues, challenges you want me to bring forth on the show. This show's going to be big, y'all. One day, I'm going to have four, 500 on this live. I know it. I believe it. I'm attracting it. 
All right, y'all. I'm Ken Kane. This has been Love, Lust, and Lies. I want to be your type, and you want to be my wife. But we can't make it right, because we ain't got the time. You want to live that life with all these flashing lights. Fancy cars and nice, but we ain't got the time. I wanna be your type, and you wanna be my wife. But we can't make it right, cause we ain't got the time. You wanna live that life with all these flashing lights. Fancy cars and nice, but we ain't got the time. We ain't got the time. No, we ain't got the time. No, we ain't got the time. No, no, we ain't got the time. No, we ain't got the time.